Hello and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. In this episode, we're talking about aliens attack in Peru. That's correct, aliens attack in Peru. Now, the first report I found on this came out of Euro A Euro. And this looks like it's maybe a foreign language uh, publication that's been translated. Basically, it says that aliens or Pelicaro uh, have been implicated in attacks in the, in the indigenous community of Loreto, question mark. Uh, it goes on, it says, Anthony Choi confirms that in the Amazon, there is a presence of non-human beings. In recent days, Loreto has been the scene of paranormal and mysterious events in which members of the native community were attacked by supposed strange beings. In light of this, La, Republic, La Republica contacted UFOologist Anthony Choi. Choi indicated that this type of mysterious events are recurrent in the Peruvian Amazon However, as he explained with the, with the revelation of the U.S. about the presence of non-human beings in the United States, these events in Loreto have become more visible in recent weeks. Wow. I'm sorry for the stumbles in the translation there. but So they've contacted this uh, ufologist, Anthony Choi. From what I've found on this, the people are describing these as almost like predator beings from that movie Predator with Arnold Schwarzenegger, remember, and Jesse Ventura, and saying these things... Uh, have been uh, recently attacking multiple people. Now, they think, the locals think, that this might be what they call the Pelicara, which apparently is some sort of uh, mythical creature, not mythical of them, that feeds off the fat and organs of humans. It goes on and says, Choi indicated this type of mysterious events are recurrent in the Peruvian Amazon. However, as he explained, with the revelation of U.S. officials about the presence of non-human beings in the United States, these events in Loreto have become more visible. Well, also, you know, with, with the satellite technology and that, it's getting to the point where people, even in these remote jungles, are able to communicate in real time with the outside world. And if not in real time, then within uh, a reasonably short time. So things that were never reported before are becoming reported. I looked this place up on the map, and I'll post a link over to the Buy Me a Coffee website. Thanks to everybody that supports there. It really helps the program. And while you're at it, go ahead and hit that uh, subscribe and follow button on Spotify if you're there or wherever you're at. But anyway, this area is up in the, kind of the north uh, east corner of Peru. Of course, you got Peru. You got kind of you have the dry mountains on one side, and then on the other side of the country, basically it's like you have a lot of you have a lot of rainforest. And that's where this is at, up, ne up near the Ecuador, up near Ecuador, up, up near the equator. And it looks like a really remote, uh, deep jungle-type place. Now it says, quote, Yes, there is a presence of non-human beings in the Peruvian Amazon. Yes, there are totally, and not only is this, is this fact that is happening, but it has already happened in other years and in other places. Now these cases are also occurring, for example, in Pacalpa, in the Yaren Cocos area. So these facts are real, he said. This is something they've talked about for a long time that there's been a lot of this stuff happening down there in Peru, uh, Brazil, I mean, all over the place. But it just does not get the coverage that it norm that, you know, like it would if it happened in stateside. It says in Alto Nane in the Loreto region, the Akita, the Akito indigenous community reported the appearance of strange beings who attacked a member of their town. That is why they requested the presence of specialists to avoid new incidents. 
So they've actually asked the military to come in, and you can, if you look up these uh, articles, and, I'll sh and like I said, I'll post them on Buy Me a Coffee, you'll see a lot of these military folks have showed up. Now, the people seem to be scared to death. It says, where does the key to Fred live, which denounced the presence of strange beings? And then it says, as detailed in the database of indigenous people, the Akito tribe lives mainly in the province of Manas in the Department of Loreto. The results of the 2017 National Census indicate that 1,352 people have self-identified as part of the Akito people at the national level due to their customs and ancestors. Now, they've got this spelled a couple different ways. is I-K-I-T-U and I-K-I-T-O-O. Very bizarre. Yeah, here in the middle of nowhere, these poor people are being attacked by what appears to be these strange predator-like aliens. Now, I want to go ahead and go on to this next article here, and this is from the DailyMail.co. Now, this article has a lot of good photos. Uh, looks like it's, of course, maybe a bigger publication. They've got more resources. DailyMail.co.uk, pretty mainline, I think. It says... Terrified Peruvian villagers claim they are under attack from seven-foot-tall aliens dubbed face peelers as they plead with authorities to send backup. And then the subtitle says, Members of the Q2 tribe claim they have suffered repeated attacks by aliens. They have called for assistance from the Peruvian military and started conducting their own night patrols to protect the vulnerable villages. These people are scared. No matter what's, I mean, regardless of what's happening here, they become frightened enough that they brought in the military. So that tells me it must be a pretty serious situation. Now, this article is by Chris Jewers, dated uh, August 8th. It says, Terrified villagers in a rural Peruvian district have claimed they have come under attack by seven-foot-tall aliens they have dubbed La Pelicaras, La Pelicaras, or the Face Peelers. Members of the Ikuta tribe from the San Antonio native community have reported Mysterious figures in dark-colored hoods attacking the villagers who live in the rural district of Alnane, northeast of Lima, Peru. After one such attack, a 15-year-old girl had to be taken to the hospital. Now, it's got a picture of her here in one of these articles, and it shows her uh, her face covered, but she, the, this thing attempted to slice her throat. According to the community leader, Jario Redigui Davila, sorry about slaughtering these names, the teenager narrowly escaped, but as a result of the struggle, they cut part of her neck. This sounds like an attempted abduction to me. Now, according to local media, members of the community are conducting night patrols to protect women, children, and more vulnerable villagers and have called on the authorities to send them in the military. You know, it's, it's really kind of uh, up for grabs, I think, on how much protection they can offer, though. And then it has some pictures here. Here's a poor fellow who has his head bandaged up. A couple of guys are helping him. I don't know if he can't see properly or what, but it says terrified villagers in a rural Peruvian district have claimed they have come under attack by seven-foot-tall aliens. They have dubbed La Pelicaras, the face peelers, and then has pictures of a man with bandages around his head who was supposedly attacked as helped by two other villagers. Then we have some Im images of these uh, soldiers. Looks like they're carrying some fine-looking AK-47-style rifles. Um, they've come down here in the boat. You know, in this part of the country, I think that the river system is kind of their highway system. And then it says, pictured armed Peruvian officials arrived at the rural community to investigate the attacks. <laughs> I mean, really, would you want these guys showing up at your village with guns uh, unless you had to have them there? Some community members said they can't sleep because they are in fear. 
Locals described the extraterrestrials as having large heads and yellowish eyes and said the mysterious figures are immune to their hunting weapons. Well, I'm not sure that if, they, if they're being shot at, I'm not sure that it's going to make a difference if it's from a shotgun or an AK. They claim they have attacked them every night for nearly a month since July 11th. Latina Noticias, a Peruvian news outlet, quoted Davila as saying he had come face-to-face -face with one of these so-called aliens. Quote, we have met him almost face-to-face. -face. His face is hardly visible. I have seen his whole body floating at a height of one meter, he said, suggesting that the being was hovering. The group now requested a military presence from the authorities. However, it reportedly takes a 10-hour river trip to reach a community from Iquitos City. So these guys are in the middle of nowhere, literally. And they're talking about this thing floating. It reminds me a little bit of uh, Calvin Parker and, uh, and Hoskins, uh, uh, you know, encounter back in uh, Pascaluga all those years ago. They talked about those things floating across the river. It said, uh, we need support from uh, our community. The children do not sleep and the mothers stay up all night, Davila said. They appear to be armored. I shot one of them twice and he wasn't injured. He rose and disappeared. That's almost like some of these Bigfoot uh, shootings we hear about. People try to shoot at them or something and just no response. We're very frightened about what's happening in our community. He added that their shoes are round shaped which they used to float. Their heads are long. They wear a mask and their eyes are yellowish. They're ex they are experts at escaping. You wonder, are these things harassing these people or are they actually trying to kill them? I don't know. Then it says, after one such alien attack, a 15-year-old girl pictured had to be taken to the hospital. A local report says she sustained neck injuries and a struggle with one of the mysterious beings. I got the poor little thing here. It says, some villagers describe the aliens as being like Pelicara, strange beings from the folklore that feast on human faces, fat, and organs. According to the reports, the police reached the remote area on board a speedier vessel and toured the village perimeter, including the area where the teenager was allegedly attacked. It is unclear if the authorities found anything to corroborate the villagers' claims and if the government intends to deploy military personnel in the area for a sustained period of time to protect the villagers from the, from the mysterious threat. According to a 2017 national census, there are around 1,350 people who identify as being a member of the Akitu community. Wow, that is so strange. So before I get into this uh, last article on this uh, looks like alien encounter down there in Peru. I want to look at uh, this blog post. Now this comes from walkingtheamazon.com and this is from a few years ago. It, it says Ed Stafford became the first man to walk the length of the Amazon River in South America from the source to the sea. He walked for 860 days. He started on the 2nd of April 2008 and finished in August of 2010. No one had ever done what he attempted. Man, really something. It's got a bunch of pictures here. Really cool. But he, apparently he put a blog post along the way. And this is dated October 3rd. Now, this must be October 3rd of 2009 or, or 2008. He starts off and says, It just it started just south of a sweaty jungle town called Bolognese. Pelacara, someone shouted from the top of an overloaded truck as we were walking down the logging track into the small town. Literally, this means he peels face. And so I assumed it was one of the many insults that people shouted at me for being different here. Perhaps I got a little sunburn. 
But no, the same insult was used a couple more times in the town, followed by an open giggling. I asked Cho, and that would be his guide, what it meant, but his answer was vague, and so I was left thinking that the people here were making jokes about scalping my face off. <laughs> Turns out they weren't joking. About three days later, after sleeping the night on the river beach, we inflated the pack rafts and paddled across to a community called Nueve de Octubre. It was smiles all around when we arrived, with everyone laughing at how four men could fit into two such ridiculous vessels. We called ahead on the HF radio, and so this Shapito community had been expecting us. So this guy's way down there in the jungle, man. I was buying farine, this is fried jungle carbs made from yucca, and sugar in the community shop and in shop and because I had relaxed I mentioned how nice it was to enter such a friendly community. The lady had, like many Shapita women, a harsh fringe with jet black long hair and a short shapeless traditional blouse. She replied that the people's reaction when they had heard the message had been kill the Palakara. But they had later agreed to let me pass when they found out my purpose and that I had permits. That's some scary stuff. I asked the woman to explain Palakara for me and she explained there has been human organ trafficking in the area and bodies found without organs oh boy you know what does this remind you of maybe you know maybe here it's cattle that they're taking the organs from and maybe in south america they don't have the same kind of agreement with these things that we do here in the u.s i don't know this is weird it says the culprits are american gringos like you the people were scared to hear of your arrival so in America, we blame the satanic cow tippers, and in South America, they just blame the gringos, it seems like. I didn't really know what to think of this. There are many people here that want to tell me long stories. What happened next made things very clear. As we left the linear village, the path linked a row of more separated houses, all occupied by Shapito families. As we entered the patch of one such family, I did my usual broad smile and waving to show I'm non-threatening, to show I'm a non-threatening nice chap. But the owner of the house did not respond. He looked transfixed. The man then asked Alfonso, my guide, who was walking in front of me, does he steal this? As he said the words, this, he circled his face with his index finger. He was still looking at me and he looked very nervous. Alfonso and Andre laughed out loud and explained that I was a tourist, but the man didn't join in laughing. We walked on, and in the next house, a woman had a little too much masada and was bordering on drunk. She started shouting at me immediately, and it turned out that she had heard a message that a palakara was coming to take the children. Again, my guides had to reassure her and explain my cause in the local dialect, but she was drunk. She didn't understand or calm down. We moved on quickly. It would seem that there are many people here who think gringos steal babies and human organs. Whether there is any truth to the origins of this belief being illegal trafficking, I don't know, but it's, but it's irrelevant if the people believe the stories. The result is that we've been warned several times that if we were found by the indigenous people after dark and they see that I'm white, they will kill me without asking any questions. Full stop. We are managing this risk sensibly by planning the route thoroughly and always having a reachable community at the end of the day. Here's hoping we don't get lost, though, eh? And then he says, uh, I've just taken a boat to Pucalpa to meet up with Mark Barrelcliffe, the author of the author and writer who's going to be walking with me for a week in order to write a piece for The Guardian. 
Whilst on the boat, the non-indigenous captain confirmed the people's belief in Palakara and Pelakara by telling me that in his village there had been a body of a girl found two weeks ago. When they found her, she had all her organs removed, as well as her eyes and her tongue. I didn't actually see her myself, he admitted. That sounds just like the cattle mutilations, doesn't it? When we return to that village with Mark at the end of the week to continue walking it, it will be interesting to get to the bottom of this bizarre misconception of Westerners, and there will be two pasty faces walking through the trees then. Wow. He goes on, he says, For a while I've been questioning whether my walk is selfish and I'm, ca- and I'm causing upset here unnecessarily. Could the resulting distress be avoided? Have I really thought through the effect that I am having on the people I meet? And he goes on and finishes up the blog post. Very interesting. What a walk. All the way down the Amazon, 860 days. But I think it's important, this story is important, because it shows that this belief in Pelakara is widespread. Uh, people uh, really take it to heart. And now we're seeing this happen in Peru, where we're getting a fleshed-out description of the Pelakara. With these folks, it seems like it, they, they thought, well, it's just the gringos. But in Peru, they're saying, no, this thing had these strange round feet with red lights on the back. They floated off the ground. You know, they, they had these yellow eyes. They look like, you know, something from their, from a movie or something. So you're getting a little bit different look, almost like an eyewitness account. It makes you wonder how long this stuff's been going on. I mean, think about it. How long have cattle mutilation has been going on in this country? So let's take a look at this next article, and then we'll finish up the podcast. This is just fascinating. This is from thesun.com. The Sun, you know, they, they kind of get some stuff that's out there a little bit, but they do cover a lot of this really strange paranormal stuff, too. It says, Alien versus Predator Cops Probe Claims Villagers Being Terrorized by Predator-Style Aliens After Girl Has Neck Slashed by Mystery Beast. And it's written by Henry Holloway. It almost sounds like the cops didn't show up until this girl uh, came to the hospital with a, sl- with, a, with, a cut ne- with a slashed neck. So maybe that's what is getting all this attention in reports. It sounds like this has been going on for quite a while, actually. Police in the Amazon jungle are probing bizarre claims a village is being menaced by creatures like Predator. Locals living in the wilds have reported seeing seven-foot armored aliens with large heads and yellow eyes in Peru. Yeah, it's got some pictures. This is in the middle of nowhere, man. It goes on and says, The claims have been made by members of the Ikutu indigenous people in the rural district of Alto Nani, northeast of Lima. It's way northeast. And they claim a girl 15 was attacked by one of the monsters which slashed her neck. Hunters have been reportedly, hunters have reportedly fired on the creatures with their guns, which are said to be immune to human weapons. The beings also allegedly can disappear at will. Theories range from the outlandish, such as them being real aliens or creatures from folklore, to the more mundane. It has been suggested that the beings could be drones covered with cloth and masks to scare the locals by illegal miners in a Scooby-Doo-style scheme. Really? You're going to print that nonsense? It has been suggested the beings, quote-unquote, could be drones covered with cloth and masks to scare the locals by illegal miners in a Scooby-Doo-style scheme. Is that just like a CIA talking point now where they're told, you know, the Mockingbird media is just told to put the word drone in there somewhere? I mean, I'm sorry to the guy that wrote this article, but that's just like the most stupid thing I've heard in a week. Others have suggested the sightings could be a case of mass hysteria. Yeah, I'm sure she probably just mass hysteria her neck cut herself. 
Police and the Navy are now investigating the claims with locals calling for a military force to be deployed in the region, which is a 10-hour river ride from Iquito City. You know, do you think these guys would have really invited the military to show up if something serious hadn't happened? The description of the aliens appears to be similar to the armored beasts from the Predator franchise. The Predators are, are a species of tribalistic aliens who wear armored suits and carry blades as they hunt humans. But in the movie, one of the creatures is handily seen off by action star Arnold Schwarzenegger. The Peruvian locals, however, do not seem to be having as much luck fending off the aliens. Well, that's because this is real life. Community leaders have said the strange beings have been menacing them since July 11th. Some villagers describe the aliens as being like Pelicaras, creatures from folklore that feast on human fat and organs and apparently also eat their faces. Police took a speedboat and toured the area after the reports of the teenager being attacked. Yeah, they had a nice ride around. Pictures show the young girl with a bloodied neck, but it is unclear what caused the injury. And another man is reported to have wondered have, was reported to have been wounded in the head by the aliens. Community leader Jario Redigui Avila said that in no uncertain terms he believes the beings are from outer space, and the villagers have set up patrols to try and hunt down the intruders with shotguns. Doesn't sound like that's been working out very well. Goes on and says he compared them to looking like the Green Goblin from the Spider-Man franchise, who in some versions appeared armored with yellowed eyes. I shot one of them twice, and he wasn't injured. He rose and disappeared. We're very frightened about what's happening here in our community, he added. Their shoes are round-shaped, which they use to float. They float about one meter, say three feet off the ground, and there is a red light on the heel. That's an interesting detail. Their heads are long, they wear a mask, and their eyes are yellowish. They are experts at escaping. We want military support to protect us, as well as local and regional authorities. People are always looking to the man for protection, aren't they? Peruvian ufologist Anthony Choi claimed he had heard of accounts from across the Amazon about the so-called aliens. He stated he had heard there was a report from the city of Pucalpa of three boys being attacked with laser beams. And he claimed there was a similar report from the town of Cantamana, but he speculated this may be a case of mass hysteria with real stories being embellished. He suggested reports of human traffickers may be he suggested reports of human traffickers may be becoming intertwined with folklore and reports of alien abductions. There are legends that speak of the so-called peelers who are a kind of mythical character, he said. That is what the, the communities constantly repeat. According to a 2017 national census, there are around 1,350 people identified as being members of the Cuda community, it says. Wow, well, whatever happening is there strange. Uh, it seems at least real to these people. They're going on camera. They're not reporting this uh anonymously and it just goes to show that as the world becomes more and more connected this stuff is becoming uh, more and more reported we'll keep on top of this until next time this is ufo warning over now